RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Wednesday, May 15th, 2019. On today's show, more details about the home video release of the Deep Space Nine documentary, What We Left Behind. Bell Media acquires the Canadian rights to the Picard show. And the streaming video on demand game changes yet again. All that, plus this week in Trek history, coming up next. First, some housekeeping, with more details around the home video release of What We Left Behind. TrekCore brings us news that the makers of the crowdfunded DS9 doc sent a special update yesterday to backers of its massive fundraising campaign. In the update, which appears to be in reaction to the release announcement showed before last night's screenings, the team addressed concerns that supporters have not been told about pre-release dates of donation rewards. TrekCore quotes the update. In the coming days, you may see news about home video release plans and dates through our distribution partners at Shout Factory. Rest assured, we're currently finishing up bonus content for your Indiegogo backer DVDs and Blu-ray combo packs, and we'll be sharing release plans very soon. As we've always intended, these disc sets will start shipping to you before they're out anywhere else on shelves and released publicly. Stay tuned for final details on this in the next week or so. Hot on the heels of yesterday's news that Amazon Prime Video won the exclusive global streaming rights to Law & Order Special Picard Unit outside North America, today we have news that Canadian broadcaster Bell Media has won the distribution rights in Canada. Deadline brings us the story that the deal between CBS and Bell Media is the first to come out of the L.A. screenings, which kick off this week. From the piece, the deal for the Patrick Stewart-fronted show was struck with CBS Studios International and includes the exclusive linear television and SVOD, or streaming video on demand, rights in English and French. It will launch day and date with the U.S. on Bell's cable networks Space and Z, as well as digital platform Crave. Canadian fans will note that unlike the Amazon deal overseas, the Bell Media deal means that the Picard show will run on the same networks as Star Trek Discovery. Armando Nunez, president and chief executive officer of CBS Global Distribution Group, said of the deal, Bell Media has been a terrific home for Star Trek Discovery, so we're thrilled to expand our partnership with the next original series in the franchise, and one that is based on a beloved Star Trek character. This new series will deliver CBS's world-class production auspices and the considerable talents of Sir Patrick Stewart, further exciting Canadian fans who have always been passionately engaged in the world of Star Trek. The Picard show is currently in production and expected on small screens around the world this fall. Two stories now about streaming services, at first glance unrelated, but when you take another look, intimately related. 
First, a relatively quiet story about NBC Universal's odd choice to push a free, ad-supported streaming service coming in 2020. Yesterday, Variety reported from NBC's annual Upfront presentation, where it previewed its lineup for the coming year. According to Variety, NBC Universal ad sales chief Linda Yaccarino focused on advertising. And unveiled plans for their new streaming platform expected to arrive next year. She said, "While other companies are pushing advertisers out, we're bringing them in. It will have a slate of originals and a gigantic library of all favorites. The shows that people love the most and stream the most are coming home at a price that every person can afford, free." NBC Universal is wading in at the deep end in a market already saturated by big players, and set to become even more saturated by the end of the year with the arrival of Disney Plus and Apple TV Plus. By pushing an exclusively free ad-supported platform, they will have the benefit of point of difference, but it remains to be seen whether that will be enough to entice viewers and, crucially, advertisers. But hang on. I hear you say that wasn't the big news of the day, and you would not be wrong. The big headline-grabbing news yesterday was the deal between Disney and Comcast that saw Disney take control of Hulu effective immediately. I'm not going to lie; this is a complicated deal. I first read about it on Polygon. In a nutshell, Disney already owns a 66% stake in Hulu. With Comcast's NBC Universal owning the other 33%, effective today, Comcast has turned over control of Hulu to Disney, in exchange for a buyout option in five years' time, worth at least 5.8 billion dollars. The deal made headlines because it gives Disney a huge leg up in the streaming world, since it now has control of three major streaming services: the upcoming Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. And Hulu. The thing to note here is that while headlines emphasize Comcast's role, it's really NBC Universal who are potential winners. Vox does a great job of breaking this down. All of NBC Universal's shows that are currently on Hulu will stay on Hulu for now. In a year, NBC Universal can also put its shows like Saturday Night Live and This Is Us on its own streaming video service. And in three years, NBC Universal can pull its shows from Hulu completely and put them on its own service. So what we're seeing with all these machinations is that another traditionally terrestrial network, NBC, is committing to streaming and doing it in a way like CBS is that lets them run a dedicated service for their audience while diversifying their income streams through licensing and other revenue-generating deals. So. What does all of this mean for Star Trek fans? Probably not much, except that if you were waiting for market pressure to force CBS to bring Star Trek shows back onto terrestrial television, well, you might just be waiting longer than the USS Discovery did in Calypso. In just a moment, I'll be taking you back in time to find out what happened this week in Star Trek history. But first, a word from me. This show is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. From as little as a dollar a month, you can help me keep the show running by offsetting some of my production costs and allowing me to concentrate on bringing you the best Star Trek content as it happens. 
To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. And now, a look back into Star Trek history. May 13th, 2005 was the air date of These Are the Voyages, the series finale of Star Trek Enterprise. It was the 22nd episode of the fourth season. The episode drew criticism because it took place partly in 2161 during Enterprise and partly in 2370 during The Next Generation. Commander William Riker was used as a framing voice for the episode, which was essentially a flashback show anchored between the action in the TNG episode The Pegasus, in which Commander Riker is forced to defy a former commanding officer in order to save the Enterprise. These Are the Voyages was largely panned because fans believed it cheated the crew of Enterprise out of closure. Despite that, the episode pulled 3.8 million viewers, according to Wikipedia. When Enterprise finished, it marked the first year in 18 without a currently produced Star Trek series on television. Tune in again next Wednesday for more Star Trek history. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com or find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Daily Trek News. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.